Hi, I'm Alice. Hi, I'm Justin. And you're listening to the Otterly Allison Podcast. Who knows what we'll talk about. Where they finally came on and then I had to demo security incident response and vulnerability management in less than 30 minutes. Is my background like flashing to you? Um, no. No? Okay. All right. Hi, Allison. Hey. Welcome to our podcast. <laughs> I know. And uh, not to not to date the podcast, but happy Friday. Yeah. How's your week been? My week has been. It's <laughs> <laughs> been what? Question. <laughs> How's the end of your week? Well, I am going to take my family first Friday today. So do you not normally? Do, well, we should explain what's Family First Friday. So we can clock out at noon on Fridays as long as our work is done and, you know, customers are good. And usually I'm still working. I mean, I'm like on the couch, but I'm still working, you know? Not today. Yeah. With your feet up? Mm-hmm. But not today. Right? Not today. Signing off today. <laughs> Yeah, you've had a crazy week. I know that, and uh, we can't talk about it. But um, it's been a eventful week um, on the job. So, oh, yeah. have you have you got to do? I, I know what's been going on, but have you got to do anything technical or related to ServiceNow that people might find interesting, or has it all been non-technical? So, I ran two workshops this week. Ooh. Um, what what apps? Uh, Core and CMDB. So it's for our offering. <laughs> and so <laughs> yes. I'm doing the first round and we're recording them. So then teams like our team can go watch as part of enablement. So I'm running the initial workshops for one of our customers. And then we're recording, putting in our knowledge base. And then our other people will run them instead of me. So it's almost like you're teaching, you're doing something for a customer, but you're teaching the rest of our team how to run a workshop. Exactly. For this particular offering. Right. Yeah. Is there any tenants to like the best run workshops that you're trying to convey? Um, That's not proprietary that you can Yeah. So when I do them, I try to be kind of funny um, just because I feel like that helps break the ice a little bit. So I don't know, I just try and engage them and ask questions that aren't just yes or no and say things like, I'm trying to think of an example, um, what CMDB do you have today? Not do you have a CMDB, but what do you have today? And whether the answer is a spreadsheet or- I was was trying to find a notebook. (laughs) But no, like don't ask yes or no, ask where they actually have to like respond and can't just do this or write yes. Like do it in a way that you're encouraging them. I'm always on camera, even if everyone else is off camera, cause I'm presenting and that's just how I was taught was that you're presenting, you're on camera. Um, what else? I assume they know nothing also. I assume they know nothing I'm about to talk about. So I break it down pretty small. Yeah, you don't jargon them or yeah. use acronyms and yeah. yeah. But, I don't know, I've just been doing ITSM workshops for so long that I don't, I don't know. It's just kind of old hat for me. So. 
So yeah. these are a little different because of how the offering is structured. We're telling them this is best practice. And it's, this is what it is. So this is how are, you're going to do it. Yeah. This is a little different than my normal workshops, but I still ask the same, like what CMDB do you use? And you know, how many CIs do you think you have? And yeah. It needs to make them at least think and talk. And then I'm always like, all right, silence is agreement. I'll do whatever I want. And they're like, oh, wait, wait, wait. wait. Yeah. Well, that seems to work pretty well. And these are remote, right? Mostly all of them are remote workshops. Yeah, they're all remote. And then I went to Montreal last week to help with RFP stuff. I'm not we've editing got, you out, David. We've got Bob from Chip Creek running in. <laughs> Did you watch Chip Creek? Bob was always running into the scenes. Is he taking them for a walk? No, but we're leash training. Okay. Rory, because Riley's good. And so right now we're just walking her around the backyard. And she's just trying to eat, her leash is a rope. And so she's just trying to eat the rope as she walks. <laughs> like, get off of me. Yeah. yeah. Like, what is this? Well, no, she'll with? walk. She just wants the rope in her mouth as oh. she's walking because she wants to chew. Like horses. Yeah. So. Well, not like horses, but. She likes to mimic Riley. So Riley loves going on walks and things, but. We're trying to get her trained because like when it cools down, we like walking in the neighborhood and you know. I mean, you don't like walking around when it's nine to five degrees out and. And it's actually really hot today. It's just, our, it's cold in our house. Cause I woke up and put on a sweatshirt and David was like, why are you putting this? I was like, I'm a little chilly. Okay. I was going to ask you about the sweatshirt. Is that yeah. a, is that a, a future sponsor? Oh, I wish. I love Crooked Hammock. They're is that a Myrtle Beach? Day. Yeah. Myrtle Beach. Yeah. Yeah, but it's like, they have good food, good beer, good atmosphere. They have like a little, um, so they're at an area called Barefoot Landing and there's like the main restaurant, there's the brewery, which is like across the walkway, but then they have a tiki bar out in the middle Ooh. of Barefoot Landing. There's like a lake, <laughs> it's man-made, like it's a water vessel, I don't know. And they put like a little tiki bar with like swings on it to like sit at the bar with a swing. Like I lost you there. Yeah, but it's a cool place. They have good beer, good food. I think I've told you David's obsession with merch before. Uh, have you? I don't know. He is a sucker for merch. Everywhere we go, merch. I'm not so like, like, don't bring him to Asheville then, because like our merch is expensive. Yeah. Well, merch at breweries is expensive too. Like this yeah. sweatshirt was, it was so soft though. I could not get it. <laughs> but. He loves merch. It's like his, him and he's like a marketer's dream. You know how to get free merch at a brewery? Drink a lot Spill of Spill something on your shirt. And just be like, oh man, if only there was a shirt nearby that I could wear. I doubt they would give it to me for free. But, you know. <laughs> yes. no it's worth a try. That's all I've really done. Other than so like there with an RFP going on site, which was fun. So. That was the Montreal trip? Mm -hmm. yeah. What was Montreal like? Well, I was only there for about 14 hours because <laughs> I got oh, in. Oh, it was one of those trips? Yeah, yeah, like I got in around midnight, like to the hotel 
at around midnight and then I met Matt for lunch or for breakfast and we went over like the pitch. Then we went and had to be on site at like 10.30. So. You were on it remotely. You were on it remotely. Um. Allison, can you say that one more time? If you froze for me, it probably won't freeze for the podcast, but I have no idea what you just said. I said I didn't get there till midnight, had breakfast with Matt that morning, and then we had to be at the customer side at like 1030. You were on it remotely. Yes. And so, yes, yeah. I had a front view of Allison, like basically I could see you and Matt. <laughs> But they asked really good questions. Like after we all got off the phone, like they asked us more questions. So it was good. Did you all go to lunch with them or? Oh, uh, we can't several? because when you're in the RFP cycles, they can't. Can't know. get gifts. Yeah. <clears throat> that makes sense. So you like sit at different tables and pretend you can't see each right. other. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Matt just went to lunch and hung out and then he dropped me off at the airport. So you didn't get to see Montreal or anything? No, I told, I was like, I need to come back here though. They apparently have like a Notre Dame, like replica there. Oh, cool. So I had asked Sammy and Terry to send me some places and they did, but I ended up needing to leave Thursday night. Like I could have left Friday, but I needed to get back. So. With the limited time you were there, did you hear any French? Did they speak? Yes, they speak I mean, their signs French? are in French. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't either. Because I was like, what does that say? And the, but it was like a stop sign, so I obviously knew it was a stop sign. <laughs> but... Yeah, it was a shape. Yeah. And it was red and, you know. And then I also, like, because in the nice. U.S., we use, like, miles per hour. There's was, like, I look over. I lost you again. And my Uber driver was going, like, 100 kilometers per hour. What was 100 kilometers per hour? The Uber driver that I had that took me to my hotel. Oh. And, like, I've... Because I wasn't really paying attention. I was like, what? And then I was like, oh, oh we're good. <laughs> I'm not going to die. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, I've done a couple whirlwind trips like that and I hate them because you're tired. You don't feel like seeing anything. And then you got to put your work face on. Yeah. You know. yeah. I don't mind them if I've been to the place before. But if it's like a new place, I'm like, oh no, I miss like seeing. Yeah. Um, something else came out of Canada last week. It's service now related. I don't know. Vancouver? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Vancouver is out. I know. I know your brain is pretty much mush at this My point. My brain. Well, because we had Senior Leadership Summit, Montreal, then this Riverdale week. <sighs> <Just> <laughs> Riverdale yeah. week. I love it. Uh -huh. So you've had probably no chance to look at anything related to Vancouver. No. And you probably don't care at this point. Yeah. Not that I don't care. I care, but I have not had the time to even remotely dig into it to do anything. Gotcha. Well, there's some good stuff. There's some good but stuff. Are you going to do a webinar? We probably will. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, 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 uh, not even halfway through all the release note pages yet. Oh. And I'm up to like 290 something features that I've pulled out into my database. So it takes, it takes me about a good week or two to go through all the documentation 
on the doc site and put it in my database. And that's pretty much how I consume and learn. And then from there, I'll mark things as like, oh, this is a, could be a could be a video included in the webinar or whatever. So, yeah, but I use ServiceNow to do all that. So my PDI is upgraded. Um, which oh, so the demo that I started talking to you about at the beginning, um, more demo instant stories from Justin. The I went to our SecOps. We have a special showcase for SecOps, and um, it was dead as a doornail like it, it, you can log into it but it's just like everything's taking forever so something some job has gone crazy or there's a performance issue so i'm like oh crap i've got a demo in 15 minutes it's at 9 a.m um so i pull up my pdi that's upgraded to vancouver and i just happen to have secops installed and i'm like my pdi is working faster than this so i use my pdi for the demo which is usually risky i usually don't like to do that but yeah well yesterday i did the cndv workshop and it's a company who is not super familiar with CMDB. Like they know what a CMDB is, mm -hmm. but they weren't really like using it to its full potential, if you will. So I actually had to hop into one of our demo instances to show them, um, you know, you can click the little map thingy on an incident and it'll show you the full view of- Dependency view, yeah. yeah. And they were like, oh my God. <laughs> and I was like, I know, right? <laughs> See why this is so important. Um, that got updated in Vancouver. Um, so CMDB workspace, I don't know if you were in the workspace. No. Um, the workspaces are the UI builder and next experience stuff. One of the new components that was released back in May was the node map. I don't know if it was released or is upgraded node map. And then like for a week it was we had these new maps inside the workspace and then they deprecated it really quick, like like a bug or something. Yeah. And I, I've been waiting. I've been like clicking refresh on the store, like release yeah. this so I can make a video. And they waited till Vancouver. And then now I'm too busy with going through yeah. everything. I can't make a video. But. Yeah, we're, the offering that we're doing is very phase one, CSDM foundation data. So we don't get into the maturity of all of that in these workshops so they're the baby step of cmdb what the what the heck is csdm allison <laughs> common services data model that's free there's no licensing because <laughs> that's the question i always get is what is that going to cost me <laughs> i usually tell people like just you know put it next to your toilet uh it's good reading for when you have nothing else to do <laughs> i've had to read it like five times and I still like, I'm like, this just seems so overkill. Like some of it, some of it I get and some of it I'm like, this is overkill. But yeah. What do I know? I feel like if it was a, back in the day, like 20 years ago, God, I'm dating myself now, you know, people were building their own data centers and there was so many moving parts, the network, the infrastructure, storage and everything. And for many companies, not all of them yet, they've moved everything to the cloud. So it's like translating the CSDM and kind of how you think about things into like this cloud first model is that's hard for me to wrap my head around. Yeah. I just got a notification that my 20 year high school reunion is in May. Are you going to go? I don't know. I didn't go to the last one, but I might. We'll see. We'll see what's happening in May. God, May seems like we just got done with May. Yeah. Wow. May 2024. Yeah. 
Wait, so in May 2024, we'll be on Washington, D.C. Service now. Hopefully. I was going to say, hopefully, if they stay on schedule. I thought it was just Washington. Did they actually add D.C. on it? I, ooh, that's a good question. I just, I have them somewhere. Um, Next is Xanadu. Yeah, that'll be a fun one. Yeah. Um, I'm really sad that they didn't make Z, Z boot to start over. <laughs> Well, you know, I, you kind of wonder, like, what are they going to do? Oh, they've after, already announced gonna... it, yeah. Oh, they, have... the, they announced the Z letter. I thought you meant afterwards. I don't know what they're doing afterwards. Yeah, like, what do you do after Z? You, you could do more sips, I guess. You froze again. So this is what I had. I, I think I captured this in July 2021. So right. Vancouver, Washington, D.C., then Xanadu, then Yokohama. Yokohama. Yeah. And, and I don't have Z. Zurich, I believe. Zurich? I'll put a question mark. I'm pretty sure it is. So. I need a new slide. This is uh this is old. I think we have one now if you go look. I will make a I will make a to-do item. I may have it in my CMA portal. I can look. There I'm are just really more CMA engagement for the alumni, which is exciting. Engagement meaning like meetings and meetups. They're gonna have more like so when we were in the CMA program, we got sessions all the time, which was very cool because you got to talk to like the product owners and all of this. And I guess the alumni have been like, you know, we would like to have some stuff. <laughs> and so they're gonna start doing meetups and you know, virtual coffee or whatever, but also like add some more sessions for us, which is cool. That's cool, yeah. I um, I I consume everything they put out there, most of it um, that I can. Um, so I can imagine for a CMA, I don't know. I guess maybe they'd give you more insight into maybe where things are going, or what would be the advantage versus what's public. Um, I think some like so when I was in the program, we had a couple people that would come and like ask for our perspective on stuff. I don't know that that's what that would yeah. be per se, but it would be cool if it was. <laughs> so I'm trying to remember what they posted exactly. Hold on, let me look. You froze again. Oh, dang it. <laughs> so I just put out a smile and I looked at the camera. <laughs> Are you on Wi-Fi? Something's different today. Yeah, so when I moved offices, I don't have the little pod to plug directly into. And our Wi-Fi has just been crap for like the past month. So we're waiting on our fiber still. Uh, are, you, are you on the list or you're just waiting for a dip? And we're on, on the list. The list. We're waiting for it to be available. So. It's game changing. It's like all that frustration and annoyance goes away. Do okay. you remember when we couldn't stream Netflix at 7 p.m. in the evening? <laughs> yes. yes, I do. Okay, so they said, sorry, it's pulling up my thing. Uh, so here's one on PowerPoint best practices, but it says PowerPoint ninja moves. <laughs> um, here's one about Microsoft ServiceNow partner, great success model. 
I'm sure I can read these. I don't think it really matters, but. Okay, I have a PowerPoint question for you. Yeah. Full screen, presenter mode, or no? That is one of my biggest pet peeves when people do not go into presenter mode and salespeople are the worst <laughs> about it. I'm guilty. So, yes. I'm guilty as a, as a, as a presenter, and I'm, you know, I'm very particular about yes. my presentation. I keep it out of full, or I keep it out of presenting mode because it takes over my screens. That's and, why I change um, how the slideshow goes, and I do individual by user, and then it just takes up one screen. Oh, you have to show me that setting because I just I got fed up with it. I was just like, yeah. so I hide the menu at the top, and I get yeah. the a side panel, so it looks full screen, but you can still tell I'm. Yeah, no, you can change how it's viewed and. I'm glad to know that I have contributed to your pet peeve. It is. No, some people are the worst though. Like, because oh, <laughs> they don't hide the notes. Oh yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> you can see the notes and see them like reading the notes and you're just like. Yeah. So. I like the, the TEDx style uh, or TED style of mm -hmm. PowerPoint where what's on the screen is supplementary to what yep. you're saying. So like it's a picture or a statistic or something, but it's yeah. one thing and you're not like, my pet peeve is, uh, you froze again, I'll keep talking because you'll come back. My pet peeve is like, like a slide that you're just having to read 20 lines or something. And someone, most of the time when they do that, they're actually reading it to you as you're reading it. And you're like, this is such a waste of time. The only caveat to that is a lot of what, like our workshop decks and things, we try to do less is more, but they're also leave behind. Yeah. And so it's hard to Balance have that. that happy medium of what do I need them to know in a leave behind plus what I'm going to speak to. So. Yeah. I actually use those decks. Um, oh, really? Well, I don't know if they're yours. I use the ones from now, Create. Um, so yeah. I'll go in and grab like a workshop for, let's say, PPM. And sometimes they'll have a good visual of, an example will be resource management and how yeah. that process works. And it'll have all the arrows pointing everywhere. And so I'll steal that for a demo. Just one slide, you know, for talking through a topic. Now Create's pretty cool. I don't know if yeah. everybody knows about it, but uh, if yeah, you're a service now, good but the starter stories are oh yeah a little like they have stuff that i'm just like why is this a story <laughs> i've, I've seen start. some yeah i've seen some starter stories that were like as a user i need to be able to see a picture of my task assigned to me i'm like okay like <laughs> a picture like okay well, and they have some stories that it's how it works out of box. So I guess it's like, yeah, I guess you can verify that your platform works the way it's intended to out of box. But like yeah. for us, I don't really want to overload my customer with four interchange stories with the out of the box plus what we're doing because they don't have the out of the box anymore. Yeah, true. Yeah. So it's good as a starting point. The workshop decks are all pretty good. So those are... Good. I don't know. Are the scoping guides good? I've never used those. They're a good starting point. Yeah. 
I think um, we use a product called Miro, um, not an advertisement, but it's really helpful. In I that. saw the thingy yesterday with the... Where the David should? Yeah. Yeah. So they've added AI to it. I haven't played with it. David has. But it, but it lets us put the topics in. And because we're presenting the Miro while we're scoping, it allows the person who we're asking questions to be thinking about things together, if that makes sense. Like, I'm asking you about... Can you show one? What's that? Can you show one? I think so. I don't know if I'm... Miro is hard to understand. <laughs> no, I know what you're saying because I've seen it. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think of one that doesn't have customer data on it. Let me just go to template here. And um, I was doing one for uh, core instance will be a good one, right? You were just you did a core instance yeah. workshop, um, so I'll share that. Share screen window entire screen that screen. There we go. All right. So this would be an instance of core configuration. So we might want to know stuff about their email system, what single sign-on they're using. Um, what directory system we're connect or they have a legacy system. So they're basically topics uh, that would be in a scoping guide that, you, that would be in a question form. So this assumes you've done scoping before. And oh crap, I just I'll have to blur the top out. It has customer names out there. Um, this, so it has topics that normally in scoping guides they're, they're complete questions or they're paragraphs of questions. And so you'd have to be knowledgeable of kind of what the purpose of asking about this is. Um, in order to ask the right questions. But what I was getting at is, notice how you can see everything. So it's like, I'm not with a secret spreadsheet writing their answers, I'm putting it on the screen, their answers, and they're seeing me type what they're saying. And so we get instant feedback of, well, no, I didn't mean it that way, or, oh, I see what you're going at to advisory down below, but let's, let's change this. So it creates a conversation rather than a, note-taking exercise or I guess. it helps you not forget anything too yes yeah 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 and actually i don't know you can ask the other scs but most of the time we never even get to ask everything because yeah. a lot of times people will focus in on one thing i did a um strategic portfolio management scoping the other day with one of those customers on the top of the screen and i mean it was like 15 minutes on every topic like yeah. so i'm, I'm explaining what that thing is that we're talking about and then gathering requirements. So um, it's a, it's a tool, but the AI thing, I, I can't show it. I haven't done it. It basically expands on, you know, offers you different stuff. I, I don't even know what David did to make it happen. So I need to get in there and play with there it. There was a little, like, they looked like three little diamonds at the top. That's all I know. I'm but, laughing everyone. Cause Allison's frozen yeah. again. It won't yeah. be like this in the, the recording now or hear me now yeah you were you were stuck like this yeah. <laughs> they have three little diamonds at the top and that's where the ai thing is okay. but it did confuse change management with organizational change management i i poked fun at one of them because it said yeah. what is the purpose of change management i'm like well we're not going to ask a customer what the purpose of it is but right um, yeah. it's fun well, uh, we're almost at time. I have another meeting I got to jump to. Any closing last thoughts before you um, go off on your, uh, what should we say, bender? <laughs> My pepper plant has two flowers. I'm <gasps> so excited for now a pepper to come in. So <laughs> I looked yesterday. I still don't have flowers. I have tons of pepper plants. but 
and and you know, they literally are like ornaments. They'll grow out and they'll just kind of hang there. So okay. I was like, I don't know how to like build a structure, and David's like, Allison, we need to just get you a real like garden because <laughs> it's so sad in that little box. <laughs> Has Dexter given up on it, or is he no, out there? No, here he is. He waters it every day, but then he also wants to like pull them out. <laughs> I feel like it's not ready yet. It's not ready yet. Pull the entire plant out or just pull the fruits? Well, he thinks certain things are the fruit and wants to pull them off. Like when the cucumber came in, he like the entire time was like, let's just take it off now. I'm like, we can't do that. Like we can't do that. Has to grow. Yeah, so, but when he's here, he loves it and still waters and does all that. All right, cool. Well, congratulations on your pepper flowers. <laughs> and um, hopefully we'll get a good update on the next podcast yes. of how your restful and restorative weekend went. Yes. Agreed. <laughs> and she's frozen again. For me. <laughs> All right. We'll All right. call it quits. Thanks, Allison. Have a great weekend. <laughs>